Thank you so much for joining us here on the New Year, New You podcast, the podcast that only happens once a year. Today, we are, of course, going to talk about New Year's resolutions, and topics include going to the gym three times in January and then never going again for the rest of the year. And we're also going to talk about how to throw out a fresh pack of cigarettes only to go to the convenience store and buy one the very next day. Uh, sorry, I've got a phone call here. Oh, it's uh, it's my producer. He says that a podcast uh, should actually happen weekly, and doing a podcast that only happens once a year is actually a terrible idea. But luckily, this is not the whatever the hell I just said podcast. This is the Photography Friends podcast, and I'm your photographer, Jared Poirier. And uh, although the intro to the show was fake, I am going to be talking about New Year's resolutions today, but luckily, I'm going to talk about New Year's resolutions that are specifically related to photography. Hopefully that sounds good to you guys. I think it's kind of a timely, I don't know, maybe it's a little bit of a late idea. (laughs) But, you know, podcasters, we need a little bit of time off every now and again to you guys. So before we can get into these New Year's resolutions, I just want to thank our gracious sponsor, which is, of course, CloudSpot, the easiest way for photographers to deliver and sell their photos online. You can experience beautiful galleries and easy downloads. And you know what? You're going to save time. You're going to impress your clients. And to sweeten the deal, even more than that, it's already pretty sweet. It's like a sweet, um, like sugar dipped, freshly baked uh, croissant. But uh, to make it even sweeter than that, I can offer you guys 50 percent off of CloudSpot. All you got to do is click that link down in the description and it will probably change your entire photography career. So speaking of changing your photography career, uh, you know, I thought it would be a good idea to do an episode on New Year's resolutions. People kind of make fun of New Year's resolutions as I did at the beginning of this podcast. So I'm guilty of that as well. But I do think it can be an important thing, right? Um, there's a reason why humans organize time into years, I guess, to uh, to keep track of things. Uh, and on a personal level, it is like a chance for you to have a new start to refocus on, you know, the things that uh, that you really want to improve in your life. What's more, you get a bunch of time off, like right before New Year's usually. I mean, if you're me, you probably took like a week and a half off or something like that. Probably not enough. Um, but a little bit of time off does provide some perspective and uh, and a chance to evaluate everything that you've been doing in life and, uh, and really decide whether or not you've been going down the right path in life, I guess, so to speak. And yeah, the whole ritual of New Year's resolutions, I find that it reminds you of the power that you have to change things in life. And chances are there's some things that you really need to get done, some very important things uh, that you've been putting off. I took a business course one time and the guy called that eating the frog. 
I'm not sure why you even need to eat a frog, um, but, but what that means is just like the uncomfortable thing that you need to get done in your life or in your photography business that you just kind of never get to. Uh, I guess people can also say like ripping the Band-Aid off. I don't know why I'm using such gross analogies. Like now you guys are thinking about Band-Aids and frogs, and, and I just want you to focus on some <laughs> New Year's resolutions. Uh, so let's get into those. My first... New Year's resolution uh, as it relates to photography is to take more photos for fun. I am one of those weird people who do photography for a living, so I end up shooting a lot. Um, But, you know, it's mostly paid shoots and... I find that the joy of photography really comes from the photography that you do for fun, you know? Uh, Photography that you do just with your family or just with your dogs or whatever it is. Uh, Whoever you have, whichever loved ones you have that you can force to to do photos with. (laughs) Uh, But this year, you know, I definitely want to go on more photo walks with my friends. It's something that... uh, that I guess I have been putting off in a way. Uh, yeah, more like meetups with friends, more, you know, social photography. And I find that you do learn quite a bit when you do this, right? It does improve your skills as a photographer to get out and uh, and take some photos with good friends of yours and uh, watch how they shoot, watch their process. Chances are you're going to uh, learn a lot. And yeah, just like Broadly speaking, I think one of my goals for this year is to do more creative projects. I do want to definitely work on a short film this year as one of my long-term goals is. I'll I'll just say it here. Eventually, I do want to direct a feature film. It's going to be a lot of work to get there, I think. I mean, I could just do one right now. It just like anyone can shoot uh, like two hours of footage and and like upload it on YouTube or whatever. But like, (laughs) I want it to be actually good. Okay, goal number two is, this might not surprise you guys, charge more money. It's kind of the most important uh, thing that you ever have to do if you are trying to be a career photographer is, you know, answer that question. How much is this shoot going to cost? And uh, lately, I've been kind of moving away from that hourly pricing. I've been doing more just like kind of packages and charging, uh, you know, specific rates for the shoot. And if it takes a little bit less time, then that's okay. If it takes a little bit more, that's okay. But I've been trying to raise up my base rates. I've been trying to just charge a little bit more money, uh, especially to those clients that can really afford it. Right. And once you start to get a little bit more serious, you do start to attract, uh, some more high roller, I guess, let's say, uh, for lack of a better word, clients and they can afford to pay a little bit more and to be honest with you they kind of look at you as weird uh they kind of wonder what's up if you uh, are pitching like prices that are too low right uh another way that you can really make more money off of photography is with add-ons right like the client will come to you with uh with like a certain idea like they they want a few photos or something like that and There's really only so much that you can charge for that. But once you start with some add-ons, you know, maybe say, oh, I also want to do a couple of Instagram reels or something like that. Or, you know, if it's an event, 
I can bring, uh, I was actually uh, talking to my buddy, Mike Medeiros, about this today. You know, if it's an event, you can offer to have like, uh, let's say it's a wedding, for instance, you can have like a backdrop, you can have props that you bring, even like a small printer and you can print things off. These are all things that uh, make like the shoot more of an experience for the client and If you have the ability to do that, you know, it's going to be better for the client. They're going to be more happy at the end of the day and you're going to make more money. So everybody wins. Uh, The third goal that I have, the third uh, photography related New Year's resolution that I have for myself is to get better at contracts. I would say that I'm someone who's like pretty good at contracts, but uh, ever since I had uh, Waleed Azami uh, on the show, I started thinking, you know, maybe I'm not that great at contracts. I think he's a guy who knows quite a lot uh, about contracts. And if you want to learn a little bit more yourself, I would definitely recommend to uh, check out that episode just to hear some tips on, you know, just photography in general and uh, how to truly make money off photography and, and how to really establish yourself as like a serious photographer. I think that was a really great episode that I did last year. But yeah, like specifically, uh, you know, I've always asked for credit and stuff like that. I think that, you know, with my work being published in different places, I have to get more specific about the, you know, just the specific types of credit that I want, my right to be credited as the photographer. That's kind of stuff is important, right? Because if people see your work and they like it, but uh, there's no, there's nothing that indicates that you are actually the photographer who shot, edited, produced that work, whatever it is, uh, that can cost you future work and that can be kind of a problem. So definitely I want to get a little bit better at getting credited for my work. Uh, as well as maintaining ownership, right? This is something that a lot of photographers don't think about, but when you shoot a photo, you own that photo. And, you know, if the client wants to buy that and they want to do whatever they want to do with that photo and not even have to credit you, they can do that. But that's going to be a very different type of fee than would be involved with just your standard, uh, you know, the photographer is maintaining ownership and they are granting you like specific usage rights for specific cases, which is uh, kind of the next thing that I really need to get better at in terms of contracts, understanding those specific rights like uh, promo rights, commercial rights, merch rights, really wrapping my head around all of that and kind of pricing that stuff out uh, you know, a la carte, right? You don't need to just sell the whole ship for one price. As you get more serious, you know, as you get uh, more established as a photographer, people are going to be making quite a bit of money off of your work. And it's really important that you get paid for that, whether that's, you know, a percentage or an upfront cost, however that looks. Okay. Resolution number four is to tailor my approach more. The truth is that different types of shoots require a different approach. And I have a tendency to sometimes scare people a bit with my level of intensity. I've been told before that I'm a pretty intense person, which has helped me in a lot of ways. I think that in order to, you know, have a business and a podcast and all of that crazy stuff, you know, a band as well, uh, a wife, (laughs) dogs, uh, I kind of do have to be a little bit intense, but it's not appropriate 
for every single situation. It's not appropriate for every single shoot. And I think that if I want to even get better than I am now, if I want to get, you know, more clients and, you know, clients that are a little bit higher paying, I do think that I have to learn how to tailor my approach to the shoot that I'm doing. And, uh, you know, I also think that I have to be willing. I'm learning this more and more. There is like a very strong brand aspect to photography, right? So being able to tailor my style in a few specific places isn't bad either, right? Like being able to look at what the client actually needs, uh, look at like their uh, body of work, like the stuff that they've already published and start thinking about how I can tailor my style or even expand my style a bit so that I can encompass uh, a bunch of different types of projects uh, when it comes to photography. Okay, and my fifth and final photography New Year's resolution. It's probably the same as yours (laughs) to update my portfolio. I don't know any photographer who's satisfied with their portfolio. And if that's you, then uh, then I'd love to hear from you because you, you are you are a rare gem, my friend. You you are like the Bigfoot of uh, of the photography community. You are that elusive. Uh, <laughs> but you know, I think that there's a tendency amongst a lot of photographers to have really up to date social media. My Instagram's up to date. Uh, pretty much right after I do a shoot or at least, you know, <laughs> once the client has approved the uh, the edits and uh, I've made sure that I've cleared that with them, that I can publish that work, um, I go ahead and put that on my Instagram. I-, I focus on it a lot. I make like Instagram reels even to showcase some of my favorite shoots or some of my like more high profile shoots. But... That website portfolio, you guys, that thing is out of date. Uh, I use Squarespace for my website, so it is pretty freaking easy to update the photos. I basically just have to go into Lightroom, export some you know, smaller versions, some small JPEGs of some of my nicer photos, and I just need to update my website. I don't know why I put it off so much when I update the Instagram thing. I guess because it's like social media, there's like a weird social pressure to update that. Or you just think that people are going to see it more on Instagram or whatever for some reason. But when it comes to actually hiring you, people want to check out your portfolio. They want you to have a website and they want to be able to see stuff that's tailored specifically for their industry as well. That's why it's not really good enough to have like one portfolio. You kind of need a website with like separate portfolios or even separate websites if you really want uh, for, you know, different industries and stuff like that. Like Previously, you know, in previous years, I was focused more on real estate and crap like that. So my website is pretty tailored towards real estate at the moment. Yeah, it it truly is. And I've been doing a lot more work in uh, like the music industry. I shot a whole bunch of concerts uh, and I've been doing a lot of stuff in food and beverage like uh, photo shoots, even magazine shoots for celebrity chefs and all that type of stuff. And my website, to be honest with you guys right now, as I always am honest with you guys, because you are my photo friends after all, I I don't have any real friends, so so I need you guys. Um, But yeah, like if I'm being honest, my website needs quite a bit of work 
And this year, you know, probably even this month, I really need to uh, get to work on that. Strap on my big boy photographer pants and, uh, and get that done. So there you have it. Those are my five New Year's photo resolutions. And I would love you. That's almost like a pun right there, right? Because resolutions. Anyways, uh, you you guys can send me some of your resolutions. Um, if you're listening to the YouTube version of this, you can just go ahead and leave those in the comments. Um, if you are following us on Instagram, photo underscore friends underscore pod, uh, I would really love to hear from you. I'll put up a post with uh, my New Year's photo resolution and you guys can comment on that and let me know what are some of yours because I'm sure there'll be some overlap. These are things that uh, I know a lot of photographers face, but I'm sure that there are some interesting, uh, creative, out-of-the-box ones that you guys have that I didn't really think about. Before I get out of here, I want to remind you, you can do the show a huge favor if you uh, go over to Apple Podcasts or whatever they're calling it this week, and uh, and drop a review for us. Um, you know, five stars, obviously. It's a great podcast. <laughs> and uh, you can also donate to our Patreon if you uh, feel so inclined to do that. You can also check out CloudSpot, which is our beautiful, gracious sponsor. And you can get 50% off of CloudSpot uh, just by clicking that link down below. And uh, for the something random, I don't know. I feel like uh, my instinct is to do a really comedic something random, but sometimes, uh, sometimes a sincere something random is in order. So here's something that I've been thinking about recently. When someone really close to you dies, like a family member or a really close friend, something like that, like with me personally, I have a tendency to weirdly feel a little bit guilty that I've kind of taken, and this this is going to sound a little bit silly, I guess, but I, I feel guilty that I've taken like their life essence away from them in a way because they taught me so many different things. They really like left their mark on me and now they're gone and I'm still here, right? And I'm still like using the things that they taught me. For whatever reason, I was feeling a little bit guilty about that. And uh, I told that to my wife, Masha, and, you know, she made a pretty good point. She said that those people don't want you to feel guilty about that. They gave you those things, those lessons, those skills, those abilities. They gave that to you willingly, and they want you to, you know, live up to your own expectations for yourself and really be your best self. 